You are listening to the She Runs the Show podcast with Cassandra Vaughn, episode 266, The Solo Series. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to a brand new episode of She Runs the Show, episode 266. Before we dive into the episode, let's just say this has been one of the craziest, fastest years I have ever experienced. I cannot believe that it is now September 2020, if you're listening to this in future years, and 2020 has just gone by like a flash. Add to that the COVID thing. Add to that the political unrest, which I'm not going to even touch. And you just have a year that is filled with ups and downs and all arounds. And I don't know if anybody else is feeling it, but the level to which I feel in this very moment, like it is time to make some decisions. It is time to level up. It is time to take life in new directions is pretty intense. And so what I want to do with a a number of of solo episodes on She Runs the Show over the next, well, the final months of 2020, let's be specific, is talk about getting super clear and super real about what is true for you in your life. That is a theme for the next three or four months. Because there is no moving on, there is no moving forward, there is no moving ahead if you do not get super clear. Now, if you are new to She Runs the Show, first of all, welcome. And second of all, this is a podcast geared to women entrepreneurs who, and and really dedicated to the mindset development piece of having both relationships that rock and businesses that thrive. And that doesn't mean that if right now you are in a hot mess in both situations, you shouldn't be listening to this. In fact, I think if you're in a hot mess, you should be listening to this podcast on repeat because you need to be reminded that you can have both, that it is possible for you, that it's not only possible, but it's completely up to you to create, which connects us to today's episode. Now, I have been on hiatus with She Runs the Show for a minute. Just look... <laughs> Where do I even begin? I'm at a moment in my life at 42 and a half, about to be 43 in January, where I just, you know, like there's no nice way to say this. I'm just done with settling for anything that is less than what I deserve. De- like D O N E done. Now, the the caveat to that is in my 30s, I was D O N E done with settling for less than I deserved. But in my 30s, especially my early 30s, I didn't understand the level to which you have to be consistent, persistent, committed, tenacious, and about it, meaning raising your standards, holding them there, and doing the work of giving yourself everything that you want. I didn't understand in my 30s how much time in terms of years it actually takes from the moment you say, I've had enough, to the day that you give yourself everything you deserve takes time. So I say all of that to say that I'm in a moment now at 42 and a half where I'm like, okay, I get it's going to take me two years to get the body that I want. And I get it's going to take me a few years to get certain things in my house in order. And I'm willing, see, this is, we're going to talk about this in today's episode. I'm willing to allow it to take the time that it needs to become exactly what I want. I'm not rushing I'm not forcing, I'm not pushing. 
And yet, let me just add a caveat to that. This is a whole other episode. I won't cover this today in depth, but I want to say this. And yet, I understand that I cannot give myself everything I deserve if I'm not putting all of me into it every single day between the moment of clarity and the moment of completion. I'm going to talk, let me just write that down. I'm going to talk about that in the episode. The, from the moment of clarity, I'm writing this down as I'm talking to you because it just came to me, to the moment of completion. That's some serious stuff. What does it take? That's going to be a whole, what does it take? That's going to be a whole other episode that just came to me. Thank you very much for inspiring me because if I wasn't recording this episode, that wouldn't have come to me. So I, I, I've stepped away from where I wanted to go with this episode, uh, episode 266. So for those of you who've listened to me for a long time, I have been on hiatus with She Runs a Show. I am back. You will see two episodes a week. I used to do a cadence of three episodes, but now I'm slimming it down a little bit because I've got to get some other things done and handled in my life and business. So you will see an episode drop every Sunday and every Thursday. Now, this episode is dropping on a Friday because, look, I just need to say what I need to say and come back. And so we're going to talk about this on a Friday. But typically, you're going to see episodes that land in SoundCloud or iTunes every Sunday and every Thursday. So please, if you are not subscribed on iTunes, my podcast is hard to find. I have not made time to get to the bottom of why it's so hard to find on iTunes, but you can locate me out on iTunes at tinyurl.com forward slash she runs the show podcast. Again, on iTunes, it is tinyurl.com forward slash she runs the show podcast. Go to iTunes, subscribe, please leave a review. Tell me what you think. I do read them from time to time. Not as much as I read my book reviews, but I do check them out. All right. Let's get to the episode. All right. <laughs> I have to say before I dive into this episode that everything that I talk about, uh, on really on anything, when I'm talking on IG, on Instagram, when I'm talking on Facebook, when I'm talking on this podcast, when I'm talking through my books and my audibles, I want you to know two things about it. Number one, I am talking to myself, okay? Teaching myself, having a get it together talk with, like I'm speaking into my own life. And two, I'm speaking into your life because I want you to understand that you are not the only one going through some stuff and you are not the only one figuring out some stuff and you are not the only one. We are all in this together. So if you ever have a moment where you're like, I can't believe that I have not learned this lesson yet, join the club because we're all in it, just saying. All right, so let's talk about episode 266. Are you asking for too much? Let's just sit with that question for a second. Are you asking for too much? Because I think that, um, and not I think, I know that for a lot of women entrepreneurs, you know, we are overachievers, we are go-getters, we are driven, we are powerful, in many situations, we are breadwinners, and there are lots of moments when you are that kind of a woman entrepreneur, when you are in a space in your life where you just, you handle shit. You know, like, when you're just a person who, like, you you just, you, you handle your business, period. It's just how you roll. Like, it's not even a, a thought to you. 
to be in charge of your life because it's almost like you were born that way. So when you're that kind of a person, it can be really challenging to receive less than that from those around you, whether that's the employees that you've hired, uh, family members, your spouse or partner, your best friends. It be, when you live at such a high standard, it is very challenging when you find yourself in situations, both personal and professional, where you feel like you are, you know, give, you're at a 10 and what other people are reciprocating to you is more like a two. And so in those moments, it's super easy to say, okay, maybe I'm asking for too much. Maybe, you know, maybe I'm being super judgmental. Maybe I'm being so critical. Maybe, maybe I need to, you know, t- turn it down a notch. Maybe I need to not be as demanding, right? And so then you start to second guess A, what you're expecting of other people and be how they're showing up in your life and see you are actually beginning the process of blaming yourself for their inability to give you what you need. Now, that's where we start the episode because I really want you to listen to what I'm about to say because this is a different take that I've taken on this question than I have probably in the last 20 years because it's taken me 20 years to sort of learn this. So the question is, are you asking for too much? Let me give you the quote and then and then we're going to go there. So the quote that inspired this episode, which of course, you know, I'm a Pinterest addict, found it on Pinterest, is this. Don't be angry with people who don't have the capacity to change. Let me go there again. Don't be angry with people who don't have the capacity to change. Now, what the quote I just gave you doesn't mean you settle. We're going to go there. That doesn't mean you settle. But let's get real. We have to do proper assessments of the people in our lives. And we have to really get real with the question of, does the person in front of me, does the person who's disappointing me, does the employee that I've hired who I keep having to mentor and keep having to tell to do certain things a certain way and they keep not listening, do does that person actually have the capacity to change. Now, lots of us who are special, especially those about who are all about personal development and self, you know, self-help and all that kind of stuff, we're like, but everybody can change and everybody has it. Well, look, everybody can change, but everybody will not change because of A, either their unwillingness to change or B, because while they could change, they lack the capacity to do so. So let me go back to the quote. Don't be angry with people who don't have the capacity to change. Now, are you asking for too much? Here's point number one. A person can be willing and still not be capable. So when you're trying to answer the question, am I asking too much of my sister? Am I asking too much of my partner? Am I asking too much of my employee? Am I asking too much of my friend? We got to sit with point number one, which is a person can be willing to change and still not be capable of change. In other words, there are lots of people who say, you know, friends, I am so sorry that I don't show up for you. I'm so sorry that you've, you've told me about your boundaries. You've told me that, you know, you don't like the fact that I only call when I need something. 
I am really sorry that I'm doing that. I am working on it. And yet two years later, you're still having the same boundary violation conversation with your friend. So this is where we get to when you're asking the question, am I asking them for too much to call to check up on me? to not just call when they need something or when they want to talk about themselves. If you're asking yourself that question, am I asking for too much? You got to consider point number one, a person can be willing and still not be capable. So you've got to assess and look at the situation and say, okay, A, have I clearly asked for what I need? Typically at this point, the answer is yes. And then B, is, I mean, is it just that they just, is it simply that they lack the capacity to give me what I need? Which, you know, again, don't be angry with people who don't have the capacity to change. They might want to give you what you need, but they are showing you over time and through actions that they don't have the capacity to do it. And you've got to get real with yourself about who lacks the capacity to give you what you need, to meet you at your level, to 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 meet your standard, who has the capacity to do it and who doesn't have the capacity? Because the willingness doesn't matter if they don't have the capacity. And a lot of people don't want to hear that because they're like, but they're so willing and they keep apologizing and they say they're going to change. I get that. And if you want to spend a lifetime, you know, hustling for your worthiness with them, demanding that you be treated different, then you go do that and see how that works out for you. But the bottom line is, the willingness doesn't matter if the capacity's not there. And I know that sounds mean, but here's, here's what's real. The willingness doesn't matter if they lack the capacity to change. Here's point number two. Everyone has the right to not put in the effort. Let's go back to the question. Are you asking for too much? You know, some people, when you ask them to meet you at your level, when you ask them to, to here's my standard, here's my boundary, I, I need this for us to stay in communication. Even as a boss, when you have an employee who's not, who's not doing what you need them to do and you say, listen, I, I'm so glad you're with the company, but I need you to change this or I need you to adjust your attitude or I need, listen, Everyone has the right to not put in the effort, meaning you might expect a certain thing from someone and you might talk to them about it repeatedly and you might ask for it repeatedly. You have the right to ask. And you know what? The other person has the right to say, no, I'm not going to give that to you. So let's not get all butthurt about when people, whether they say it verbally, which typically they will not say it to you verbally, verbally, more than likely they will show you through action. When people show you through action that although you have asked to have your needs met, they clearly are telling you through action, no, I am not going to put in the effort to meet your needs. Don't get offended when people do that because you have the right to ask and they have the right to say no. And they don't necessarily say no with their words, but they will always show you a no with their actions, always. So do not pay attention to what people tell you. Pay attention to what people show you. And at the end of the day, when you say, am I asking for too much? Well, the reality is you can ask for anything you want. And the other person still has the right to, in action or words, tell you no. And that's okay. 
They have the right to say no, and you have the right to not tolerate the no. Okay? Point number three, when we think about this question of, am I asking for too much? You have the right to decide that a person's quote-unquote effort is not enough. Let me say that again, because a lot of people get really uh, caught up in the feeling bad and the feeling like a villain for not settling for less than they deserve. Here's point number three. You have the right to decide that a person's effort is not enough. Let me be clear. There are going to be some moments where you, where you know you're being over, overly demanding, where you know you're being ridiculous. Like in moments when I, you know, I can be demanding, I'm sure, and I'm and I and I have very high expectations and very high standards, and so I can be super judgmental and critical when I want to be right. I mean, I know that about, I've met me, and the moment I'm being overly judgmental and overly critical and super demanding of anyone else, including myself, I feel it. Nobody has to tell me that I'm doing that. I it is a feeling. I know it. Like I, my own inner knowing calls me out when what I'm doing is is outrageous in terms of judgment and criticism and blame and shame and all that kind of stuff. So I feel when I'm doing that. But there's a huge difference between when you're calling yourself out for being over the top with what you're demanding from other people and you actually saying, look, this is what I need. This is who I am. Here's my standard. I would love for you to meet me at it. And if you can't, then something different has got to happen. You have the right to say that. You have the right to decide that no matter how willing another person is, and no matter how much effort they give you, you have every right to say, unfortunately, your capacity is not enough for me. It's not enough. And a lot of people don't say that because they feel guilty for the truth of it. But here's the thing. Even if you never say that to the other person, they're going to feel it on some level. You're going to live it out on some level. And the truth is you can't hide from the truth and neither can they. They know if they're not enough for you and you know if they're not enough for you. So why would we beat around the bush? Why would we not just have a conversation where we say, look, you have done your best and I have done my best. And this situation is not working out. I'm going to have to let you go from my business, from my friendship, from my life, simply because at the end of the day, what you can give me is so, it's, it's not enough. And that doesn't mean that you're not enough. That means that I require more than what you can offer. You need to find somebody. You need to go work for a place. You need to find a friend who, who sees your capacity as enough because I don't. And I'm not asking you to change. I'm not asking you to be other than who you are. I'm simply saying to you, for me, it's not enough. No harm, no foul. It's just not enough for me. So that's the third point. You have the right to decide that a person's quote unquote effort is not enough. Now, a lot of people run this circular argument in their heads when they're dealing with a situation where, you know, it's not enough. And they're like, well, is it me? Maybe I'm the common denominator. Maybe you find yourself in playing out patterns 
of personal and professional relationship dynamics where either you keep getting mirrored to that you're not enough, then you project on other people that they're not enough, or you keep getting less than you deserve and settling for it, which then brings you to the brink of being like, no, this is not enough. Maybe you're living out these patterns. So after about five to 50 times of this, you're stopping and you're saying, like the common denominator here is me. Like, is this me? Is it, am I doing this? Let me give you the answer. Yes and no. Yes and no. Look, it's you who keeps asking for, for something from someone who lacks the capacity to give it to you. So yes, it's you. Let's just, I wrote a book called um, Own It. The one thing that can change everything in your life. Something to that effect. It's been a long time since I've written a book. Own it. And in the book Own It, this is the first thing that I say. Own your shit. Own your shit. It is the only path to freedom. It is the only way to reclaim your power until you own everything that's in your life. You will not be able to move forward with your life. So if you're thinking to yourself, well, this whole thing of people not giving me what I need, this whole thing of people not respecting me, not honoring my boundaries, not treating me the way that I want to be treated. Is it me? Yes, it is you. Yes, it's me. It's you. It's you. So, but I did say yes and no to that. It's you because you're the one who keeps selecting and choosing and bringing people into your life who you know lack the, who on a deep level you know lack the capacity to give you what you need. And so it's you who keeps asking for something from someone who lacks the capacity to give it to you. So yes, in that way it's you. And no, it's not you. Because their capacity or willingness is about them and has nothing to do. You can't determine some, like you can't change somebody else's capacity to give you what you need, but they could change their capacity if they wanted to. I'm just like, let's be clear. Just because somebody doesn't have the capacity to change doesn't mean they couldn't build that into themselves. They could if they wanted to, they just don't want to. So the no of this, when you say, is it me, is that their capacity or willingness is about what they're choosing in their lives. That has nothing to do with you and that has everything to do with them. And so could they change if they wanted to? Sure. Could they alter their capacity? Sure. Could they shift their willingness? Of course they could. That's totally up to them, has nada to do with you. But here's the thing. At the end of the day, the person who's responsible for deciding whether what somebody else can offer you is enough when you've had enough and what you do about the fact that you've had enough. The only person who has complete power over what happens next in your life is you. You, you're the one. Let, let's have a um, matrix moment here. You're the one. You're Neo, you're the one. So. Let's get back to the question, which is the title of episode 266. Are you asking for too much? Well, I mean, if you're asking the wrong person who lacks the capacity and or the willingness to give you what you're asking for, yes, you are asking too much of them because they don't have the capacity and or the willingness. That doesn't mean you change what you're asking, though. That doesn't mean you change what you're asking. That means you are asking the wrong person. And you need to go to the right person for what you need. Now, let me say a few things about that. The moment that you realize that what you want is what you want, 
that it's not going to change because somebody lacks the capacity to give it to you, that you deserve to have what you want to need. The moment you realize that is not necessarily the same moment where you handle that shit. Because lots of people want to jump. And look, I used to be a person who did this in my 20s, for sure. And possibly even in my early 30s. I used to be a person who would have this light bulb moment and this epiphany. And I'd wake up one day and I'd go, this is not what I want. And then I'd rush to do something about it. And I would just like, you know, explode the whole thing. I mean, look, I'm a Capricorn, but I'm a moon in Aries. So when you see me, when you know me, yeah, I'm, I'm very organized and detailed and a hard worker, all of the Capricorn stuff. But a lot of me is really Aries. A lot of me is really like, let's crash and burn this thing. Let's just, I got to have it now. I've got to have an answer now. I've got to do it now. I cannot spend another moment in something. Like a lot of me is Aries. And so I've learned over the last 20 years that because so much of me is Aries, so much of me is that fire and that like, I just need to handle it right now. I have to infuse a lot more Capricorn into the way that I process things and into the way that I make decisions and into the way that I move forward with things. So I'm saying all of this in case you listen to this episode and and, and like I've been in, in past situations, you say to yourself, oh, I can't believe I've settled for so long. Oh, I can't believe I'm, you know, in my business, in my life, in my money, and my blah, blah, blah. I'm just going to go and change everything today. No, 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 no. We don't run the show that way. We don't run the show that way. Here's what we do. You get clarity within yourself first. You tell yourself the truth first. You say to yourself, am I asking for too much? No. Am I asking for what I want and need from the wrong people? Yes. Okay, what is my plan for shifting out of that pattern? Because if it's a pattern, if you've been doing this across all kinds of relationship dynamics for the bulk of your life, one decision is not going to shift that pattern. You need to build a different you so you can start to deal with people differently, remove certain people from your life, and then move forward and attract the right people into your life. That begins and ends with you, and that is going to take time. So let me save you the lessons of the last 15 years of my life and just say, when you come to the moment where you go, number one, I'm not asking for too much. Number two, I deserve what I'm asking for. And number three, I'm going to make sure that I get it. When you come to those three aha moments, and there are very pivotal moments, celebrate when you've come to them, number one. Lots of people spend their whole lives feeling that, but never living it. So celebrate the fact that you even came to that moment and those realizations. But once you get there, then, then, it's not time to take action. You know I'm about daily massive action DMA, but it is not time in that moment to take action. You know what it's time to do? It's time to go, okay. How am I going to shift the pattern within me first? How am I going to clearly communicate what I need second? And then how am I going to be prepared to walk away if respect is no longer being served at the table? Third, that's a process. That takes time. Be okay with the time it takes. Be okay with the time it takes. So what am I saying at the end of the day? Are you asking for too much? I, 90% of the time, I'm going to say, you're not asking for too much. 90% of the time, I'm going to say, you're not asking for too much. Are you asking the wrong people for what you need? 99% of the time, I'm going to say, yeah, you are. Yeah, 
if you've been asking and asking for months and years and you're not getting what you need, I, I'm telling you, you're asking the wrong people who either are not willing to give you what you need or not capable of it. And either way, it still boils down to the same thing. They can't give you what you need. So you've got to make sure that you get it. And that oftentimes involves letting those people go so they can find the people for whom they are enough. And then getting back to you and only allowing people in your life who can give you what you need. Now, I'm not saying at the end of the day, because I know people are like, well, relationships aren't about that. And business is not about that. And it's about serving, 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 serving other people. And, and it's not all about getting what you need. It's all about giving, giving, giving. Listen, yes, I, I love servant leadership. I think you are, as a person, you are happiest when you are giving. Because that's our nature. However, I will also say that if you are giving to exhaustion and you are receiving nothing back, that is not a reciprocal relationship. And it is not a situation that will be able to sustain itself over a long period of time. Because at some point, you are going to get tired. And at some point, you are going to burn out. And at some point, resentment is going to enter the equation. And the second that resentment enters the equation, let me tell you what a volcano is about to erupt. So let's just be clear that the best possible situation is not only a situation where you go, well, what are you giving me? It's a situation where two people or a group or a company, they look at each other and they go, what brought us together? What are we here to achieve together? What are, how do we give to each other in a way that betters the world. See, that's an us thing. That's not a you thing, that's not a me thing. And typically what I find is when a person is when a person is is asking but receiving less than what they need, the other person is taking but not giving. And so see the imbalance of that still won't work. So don't feel selfish when you are saying I've asked for what I need. And I'm not getting it. Don't feel self. That, that's not a selfish thing. That's called a self-awareness thing. The issue isn't, am I just sitting in this space saying, you need to give me, you know, give me, give me, give me. No, no, no. No, that's, we're talking about reciprocal relationships here. And in a reciprocal relationship, it's not about what you're getting only. It's also about what we're creating together, what we're co-creating. And if somebody lacks the capacity to meet your needs, they are not co-creating with you. Hate to break it to you. They're not even in the co-creation process with you, which at the end of the day, since we're all here to co-create together, is a total and complete waste of your time, just saying. Total and complete waste of your time, your life, and your energy. Don't do it, don't do it. So at the end of the day, I want you to ask yourself the question when you're feeling kind of bugged by certain situations, I want you to ask the question, am I asking for too much? I want you to listen to your intuition for the answer. But then I want you to be real with yourself about the truth of that. Because so many people ask that question, they get the answer, no, you're not asking for too much. And they shut that answer down and say, no, 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 maybe I'm selfish. Maybe I'm not doing enough. Maybe I should hustle for my worthiness with this person. Maybe I should convince them to, to, you know, to give me what I need. Listen, final point. If you have to convince someone to give you what you need, you already have your answer 
about their unwillingness to give it to you. Accept the answer. Accept the answer. And mind you, this whole episode, I'm not just talking to you, I'm talking to me too. Talking to me too. Just saying. All right, everybody. Thank you for listening. I'm glad that she runs the show's back. Please tune in. Please share this episode with somebody you know needs to hear this. And I know you know folks who need to hear this. So let's not even play. Share this with people who you know are trying to do the selfless thing when really, in fact, their needs are not getting met. And it's very blatant that their needs are not going to get met. Share this episode with them. I hope it turns on a light bulb. I hope it gives them an aha moment. Once again, don't be foolish and go act out on the aha moment the moment you get it. Just sit with the aha and then determine what your next steps are. All right, everybody, I will catch you on the next episode of She Runs the Show.